Hey, welcome to The Sinner and the Saint. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Allison Kane. So, I have a little story for you. Ooh. You know, I Is have... it a mystery? Is it a thriller? It's a little of everything, always. Awesome. No. <laughs> um, so I go out early in the morning. I go for a walk. And I do that because I just need to center myself and... You know, my anxiety is a little less high because there's not many people out. So mm-hmm. my anxiety is a lower level. I don't feel like I'm always um, having to look around and be vigilant. Anywho. So I strap up with my fanny pack, anybody? With oh my, my gosh, that is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining... Are y'all imagining this with me, Melissa, strapping on her fanny pack? Yes. And of course, <laughs> I have my taser in my side pocket. And uh, my cell phone and my fanny pack. I'm always equipped, guys. Make sure people know where you're going. Always stay in a well-lit area where there's lots of traffic. Anywho, moving on. <laughs> and I always have my sunglasses because when I start out early, like 6, 6.15, the sun's not really out and bright and, you know, shining. But then by the time at the end of my walk and, you know, three miles in, it is hot and bright. So... I couldn't find my normal readers, so I had to grasp for another pair, which are like my lightweight running sunglasses. And then I just like, they're feather light. I don't even know they're there. And so I remember I got a phone call, which I never do, so I pick up my phone and I put my glasses on my little fanny pack belt so they're accessible. You know um, what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love how intentional you are. I am ridiculously intentional because I'm always <laughs> vigilant. Anywho, not on the same side as my taser. We don't want to mix those up, right? Definitely not. <laughs> So I'm walking, I'm talking, I'm helping somebody through something. And this is early, so it's obviously a family member. Um, I put my phone away and I just keep on cruising. And then the sun comes like blaring. And I'm searching for my sunglasses and suddenly they're gone. And I'm like, oh "Oh my gosh, where are my sunglasses? Now, they've probably been gone for a while. So I have to retrace my steps and I retrace them very far back to realize I had left my sunglasses way far back and didn't even notice that I had left them back there because I didn't need them until the sun was blaring in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I traced all the way back to find my sunglasses. I'm like, oh, there you are. Thank you for being there for me. And then it reminded me immediately when I picked them up about times when I had gotten busy, gotten distracted, was in my mojo, and I dropped God somewhere along the way. And it wasn't until I was in some sort of desperate situation when I needed God. I was like, wait, God, where Where are are you? (laughs) Well, I hadn't even like Mm. looked to him for, I don't know, forever. Wow. I normally find myself in a sticky situation and um, wondering how I got here. Wondering why I had responded that way. And then I look up like, wait, where's God in this? Oh, that's right. You dropped him back there. Anybody else? I can't be the only one that does these things. Oh, I just, this really hits home with me too. I feel like there are so many times and it can be, it's more like in moments now, um, you know, whereas in my past it was, I could find myself in that situation for years or months or weeks and now it's shorter thankfully um a Mm -hmm. day or a few hours but it's but I still am I still am finding myself there in the way that I respond in a situation without pausing to think or go to God or you know my flesh just gets in the way my pride or my insecurity whatever 
Sometimes I don't pause to think because then it's a premeditated thing. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right. Oh, this is so good. And it is always in those moments of the the bright sun, right? The, The problem or the really bad reaction or situation that you get yourself into or that you experience. And you're like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, bruh, where are you? Yeah, what? It's like, oh. Yeah, I'm here, but you were the one that you forgot. You dropped me. Yeah, you stopped checking in a little bit, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. And I just, I love how God uses these tender moments, these these everyday things. First of all, that your eyes were open to that lesson. Mm. I think that's a huge thing that we should stop and pause. Like God really does give us these really neat, gentle reminders of where we are now versus where we were then. And Mm -hmm. it's to encourage us, not like to make us prideful or whatever, because I know we all know we have a lot more work to do. As long as we're alive, we're going to have to be working on this. But the reminder that look to see, look how far you've come. Yeah. And I also think about when you say, look how far you've come. Sometimes it's a reminder when I'm maybe looking at a different situation that someone else is in, it's so easy to forget where we've come from, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when you become a really good tennis player, let's say, it's hard to remember the basics and that somebody that's never picked up a tennis racket or a ball is going to have a really hard time doing the little basic things that are just so natural to you. And so when I find myself judging people or getting frustrated with people, I have to remind myself you were there not long ago, you know, and honestly, I can get back there in a moment, right? Wow. Yes, that is very well said. I will say, you know, I remember I'm, I'm very organized. Yes, we know. know. We know. That's why I love you. <laughs> I mean, I don't care if you are or if you are not, but I must be because my brain works better when things are organized, like in my house, if things are in their place. It doesn't have to be in place at your house, but I can see how people feel like I'm, I would place that on them, but I don't. And I just remember all through my life, people saying to me, would you come over and like teach me how you're so organized? Like show me how to do this. And I would say to them, I really am not a good teacher of this Mm. because it comes so naturally to me. I don't really think about the process. Right. I could think I need to stop and think about the process if I'm going to share because it does come so naturally. And I think recognizing that in ourselves is huge Mm -hmm. so that we don't, you know, judge others or feel like we have, you know, it all together to share and that sort of thing. Yeah, I really think I don't ever feel like I have it all together, but there are occasions where I'll get really irritated or frustrated with somebody because I'm like, oh my gosh, don't you see this? Like... Just X, Y, Z. Well, that's the way that I'm going to handle it. And that's the way that my brain works, but that might not work for them. And so giving people the Mm. space to figure it out on their own is super hard for me. I would agree with that for myself. (laughs) You know, I I I just wonder, are there people out there who don't care if people do it their way? I'm yeah. sure I'm sure there are, but I don't know. It feels like there are more of us that think, look, this is how you should do this. Don't you see the answer? Just do it this way. Let's get this done. 
but it comes not from a prideful place, but from a place that I want you to be better. So I just, I know this works. It seems, yes, it is out of love, but it's like, it's (laughs) not so bossy, (laughs) but it's a bossy love. Like God's love. He's like, I love you. So do your thing. I'm going to let you fall off the cliff. I'm going to, not literally, but you know, I'm going to let you make the wrong turn and do the wrong thing. And you're going to learn from it because I love you. And I'm going to give you that, that leash, that extra leash to do your thing, to make your own choices and to learn from your mistakes. And his is a greater love. Yeah, that's what they say. That's what they say. (laughs) I did actually reach out to someone recently and apologize. I've been, you know, hanging with her for a while and she's going through something hard that I've been through before and you know upbringing and everything history past the way you were raised has a lot to do with how you respond to things Mm. well fun fact I can disassociate with something so fast like because of my what do you call that uh you know my defense mechanisms and so I'm like oh my gosh girl seriously are we still dealing with this and then God was like yes She's still doing with that. She's right. much more emotionally av- available to life than you are, Melissa. Oh. I was like, oh. So I sent her a message. I'm like, I'm really sorry if I mm-hmm. seem impatient. I'm sorry if I, you know, am not giving you the space. It's something you have to figure out on your own. I can't walk you through it. Wow. I, so I'm, I'm a part of this new group and um, that I'm, anyway, this new group of women and we're doing some scripture meditation and things like that together. And so there's this process of getting together and um, sharing in that silence or speaking into um, what someone has shared. But what I loved is at the end, there's just sort of like an open discussion and I don't know what they technically call it, but you have the opportunity to apologize or acknowledge that you may have, tried to make it about you or um, interject your feelings into what they were experiencing or basically, you know, your screw ups that you may have had during the conversation. And I was like, I think I need this every day in my life. Yes, I need a recap at the end of the day with all the people that I've come in contact with to say, I hope that you knew when I said this, that my heart's intention was this, but I realized you could have taken it this way. Or I apologize I made that about me when I should have just listened to you. And I was like, I think I need that every day because I end up processing those things often in the middle of the night. Right. But then I thought, maybe you should pause more, <laughs> listen to God more, and you wouldn't need your little reflection time with everyone that you talk to at the middle end of the day. Um, you know, it's like, oh gosh, so much to learn. It's so funny you say that because also when I was picking my sunglasses up, like the lessons came so quickly for me. Mm. It was like, oh wait, I can see them. That That's the shape of them. As I'm getting closer, like they're becoming more visible, just like God does, right? Yes. And he reminded me, which is where the apology came in, How many times do you start a conversation with God's word and then leave him and his word and just start with your opinion and your life experience? Oh, and I was like, oh gosh, that's really a lot to handle right now at 630 in the morning. Thanks. So God, (laughs) yeah, I'll be processing this for another year. Yes. (laughs) So, okay. I have a question for you. Uh Uh-oh. As you were, I asked the questions. I know. Dang it. Um, as you were approaching your sunglasses, because you, you said you had to backtrack a long way. Yeah. You know, before, but then you 
kind of notice them and you you're their silhouette and you you knew that you had found them uh-huh. but you were still a ways off um what were you like what were the feelings that you were experiencing when you started to see them and knew that oh gosh okay this problem is solved. I'm almost to the end. Right. So, so funny that you say feelings because you know I don't associate with my feelings very well, which we're working on. Which is why I'm asking. And the emotions. <laughs> um, I would have to, I, I do remember trying to be cognizant of how I was feeling. Like mm-hmm. I was trying to hone in on that because I don't do that often. And I was like, oh gosh, okay, I feel relieved. I feel mm-hmm. like I can take that off my plate now. I feel, <laughs> you know, I know that's silly. No, I was thinking that is how we feel once we turn back to God. We feel a sense of relief and lightness. Mm, you know, did yes. you start to feel light? Because it's like the yes. the burden is gone. He has lifted the burden because he is with us. And I mean, you know, scripture says that his burden is light. It actually is. We just add so much more to the pile ourselves. But I, that's exactly, I think, what I would have been experiencing too. Just like excitement yeah. and relief. <laughs> I was like, oh, there they are. I really like those sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're the best ones. And there they are waiting for me right where I left them. Mm. Yeah. Isn't that silly how God will use that kind of... I don't know, analogy, like play out right in front of us. And this is where we say we're always in communication with God and people Mm -hmm. think we're a little bit weird, right? Yeah. Um, But I feel like if we take the time to really check in with ourselves more often, we will see God speaking through the themes of what's happening in our day. Absolutely. Those everyday, ordinary little things. And this really reminds me of something. I have to toot your horn a little bit. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. This is a really uncomfortable podcast for me. Can I, I please dip Ooh, out? I'm really taking her out of my comfort go. zone. <laughs> I'm putting y'all on pause. Um, Melissa said something to me, gosh, at least a year and a half ago. And okay. something good had happened, like this story, you know, just something positive. And she looked at me and she said, see how much God loves you? Oh. <laughs> and I, in that moment, was so uncomfortable. Because I said, see how much God loves you? Yes. I was so uncomfortable because it's like, like no, we can't. He, lo- he loves you too. That was my first like, oh, he loves all of us. Like, it, it's not just about me. I mean, I just felt this very uncomfortable feeling. It was mm. so strange. And I always ask myself when I have a weird, like, why, did, why do you feel that way? Where is that coming from? And it was almost like a, well, you're not really good enough. You're not doing the right. Like he can't love you that much, Allison. Like that's too prideful. That's too whatever. You can't say that. Holy cow, man. I mean, it, like, I've never told you this. But I, I say was, it all the time. I know. <laughs> and I just had never, no one had ever said that to me in that way. And you were just like, see how much God loves you. And I was so uncomfortable. So I'm sorry. I no. say lots of things, and that's what makes you uncomfortable? Whoa. <laughs> I know, right? This is what's crazy in my head and heart. So um, I think that it is these kinds of things. It's in the uncomfortable that we grow the most. So mm. over the course of a year and a half, you kept saying it. Yeah. Then I started saying it. 
Okay. Then I started really believing it. Then I started saying it to other people. Okay, girl. Then I have started probably making them uncomfortable because I see the same look in some uh, people's (laughs) eyes that I probably had that you just didn't notice because you probably weren't expecting it. But I'm looking for it. Like, I can't be, you know, like, I want them to get this too. Like, I got it. And we don't have to be uncomfortable. And now I just say it all the time. And there's so much freedom. And so when you tell this story about just this gentle reminder that God gave you, it's like, look, look where you were, look where you are, look where you've come, look how much you've grown, see how much God loves you. See how much God loves you. To give you that nugget. I know. And I do remember the first time I said that to you. You do? I do remember your act, your reaction being a little bit off. Like I could no almost way. picture the whole interaction. Uh-huh. In my but, kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, maybe I don't say that again. <laughs> well, I just thought, oh, maybe you just having a bad morning. Like, did right. I say something wrong? Okay, so fun fact. We should probably do a whole podcast. Number one, about see how much God loves you. Yes. Y'all, because it is so important for us to just, like, claim it. Yes. I need you to start saying that to yourself. Like, if something good happens, say, see how much God loves me? That is not a prideful thing. That is a great reminder. And when it and something happens to your kids or your husband or your friends, say, see how much God loves you? I mean, it is acknowledgement of God at work. And the more that you say that and the more we normalize that, thank oh, you. It is it is amazing and it has changed my life. So thank you. Aw, I'm so glad. It's but, amazing. Like I think probably if you're coming to Christianity at the age of thirty something, we need a book. Like someone needs to tell us all the things that we're not supposed to say and do. Okay, so (laughs) I'm feeling like we need a podcast. You may have, should have told me like, people don't say that out loud, Melissa, because I'm just going around going, see how much God loves you? See how much God loves you? Hey. I think it's good. I think it's a good thing. Some things are good, but then there are other things, y'all, you need to like let us in, in the club. Before we get in the club, tell us the things that we shouldn't do. Like, apparently you shouldn't look at somebody that is hosting a women's retreat and say, can we bring wine? I... (laughs) I did not know that that was a no. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my yeah. gosh. So maybe, I love it. maybe for another day. Well, I was in like a, a very sort of professional meeting the other day and um, with other Christian women and I got the girl, I'll pray for you. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to take that in which the spirit, which it's intended, you know, but even now you can still get it. So I'm not sure if y'all should be listening to me, but at least, you know, people are praying for me. I mean, and I'm not perfect. (laughs) Yeah. And then ironically, if I hear someone say, girl, I'm gonna pray for you. I feel like, well, I'm gonna pray for you. (laughs) I'll throw it right back at you in your legalism. Anyway, but I think it's the spirit, which it's intended, right? Um, that we have to we have to consider in others. Aww. Sometimes the spirit which it's intended might be a little not nice. I think this one was. Right. But it was like, oh wow, that did not just happen to me. This these are the things that I talk about with others. <laughs> and it just got done to me. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, wow, I guess I'm in the right room. I'm not sure. <laughs> Wow. Anyway, see how much God loves me. See how much God loves you. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. I would really encourage you um, to, one, stay on the lookout for those little, sweet, normal, everyday reminders that God gives us through our ordinary daily 
happenings. Action. Yeah, yeah, happenings. Great word. Um, because everything isn't always some big, extraordinary burning bush, okay? It is these tiny little nudges that he uses daily, but our eyes and our heart have to be open to mm -hmm. them. And second, I would really start practicing, see how much God loves you. On yourself, maybe at first, even if you whisper it to yourself, oh, see how much God loves me? And you can do it inside your head for a while and get used to it. And then maybe remind someone else yeah. when they're having a bad day. Oh, and then third, hmm. see how much God loves us? We're going to go hang out with everybody yes. on October the 5th. Yes. We're gathering in person. We're not quite sure where yet, actually. Are we sure? No. And we think we're going to call it Center in the Saint on the Fringe. Because I feel like we are always on the fringe of something. Like we're on the outskirts of society. We're on the outskirts <laughs> of religion. We're on the outskirts of the cool club. Whatever. Yeah. But we don't care. It's real fun out here. We dance. Facts. Dancing on the fringes, baby. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Okay. We're going to have to use that. Maybe you'll see us do a little jig somewhere on social media. You know I will, y'all. I rolled up to her house with some good hype music on. I had some rap thumping in my minivan. And she's across the street walking dog. She's like, oh, good morning. <laughs> Literally, she opens her car door and it's like, boom, 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 boom. And some rap. And like the bass is thumping. And I'm like, oh, oh, I wonder what my neighbors think. <laughs> <laughs> on the fringes, baby. Yeah. And then she walks into my house and I have contemporary Christian music playing on Alexa. You know, so. Yeah. This is, we all make the world go round. That's right. Love you, girl. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> and thanks for joining us this week on The Center in the Same.